What's up, all you bachelors and bachelorettes? It's Josh. We're back at it for another episode of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Today, we have on an amazing guest, but because they're just an amazing person. Okay, this is somebody who I consider a dearest friend, a brother, 24-7. You can hit him up. He will be there. My guy, Mr. Brandon Krupp. Josh, I appreciate it. I'll be... Pop and circumstance, I would expect nothing less. I appreciate you, brother. Now, Brandon's one of the first people I told about the show before it was a show. And he's like, I will come out and watch and support you all the time. Little did he know, I had been planning on asking him to come on the show. He didn't have a choice. He was going to be talking to me, you, and everybody else out there and the not-so-bad crew, okay? No, I've been I've been stoked to uh, actually be a guest. All right. I know you guys all just tuned into that three-part mini-series I dropped for you last week for Valentine's Day. Um, Building your roster, foreplay, and what makes a good date. Valentine's Day didn't work out for everybody the way we planned it to. You know, some people found love. Some people found lust. And some people, well, they found themselves eating a pint of ice cream Rocky Roads specifically um, listening to their breakup playlist because things just didn't pan out with the one they asked out. So uh, that was a very specific scenario. I I just (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was easily relatable. (laughs) Not not saying that was me. That because it it wasn't. Maybe it was. Um, (laughs) But no, like yeah, it happens this time of year. uh, You know, it's either do or don't. You got a fifty. You got fifty fifty shot. You take your shot. You drain it, you take a shot, you break. Yeah. It happens. Um, either way, it's okay. Um, but today's topic is the friend zone. The dreaded friend zone. Oh, it's drafting season opens up immediately after V-Day, okay, guys? Like literally eleven fifty nine fifty nine on Valentine's Day starts the enrollment period for the friend zone. Um, so... Hopefully you know what the friend zone is. If not, I'll give you a quick little blurb. The friend zone is when two people um, are together, um, but one wants to be romantic where the other doesn't reciprocate. They just want to keep it platonic. Um, So you might not necessarily be friends beforehand, or you might have been friends beforehand, but it's kind of like one person doesn't want to lose the other person or they want to spare the other person's feelings. So, the friend zone. It's a it's a horrible place. You don't ever want to buy. You don't even want to rent there. You don't want to buy real estate there. You don't want to rent there. I mean, I this is off topic, but I've always had a theory, and it's called Hoville. And Hoville is that place where you might need to do some personal hoeing. You know, you've got out of a bad breakup. You need to do what you need to do to, to cope. Whatever. It's a great vacation spot, but you don't ever want to buy real estate there. You don't want to live there. But the friend zone, you don't even want a vacation in. Like, you don't want any part of that. I can see that. Yeah. You know? Well, our goal today is to give the people a nice set of pros and cons for the friend zone. And at the end, see, is it really somewhere we might want a vacation for a little bit? You know? I can't I can't wait to delve into it. That's going to be very fascinating. You know, a lot of people never think that the Midwest is somewhere they want to end up. But a lot of people... End up raising families here, so 
Or they come back here. Well, don't compare the Midwest to the friend zone. Well, it kind of is. It's homey. It's turbulent at times. And nobody's really happy. You know? It's just a big compromise. <laughs> That's what it is. Dark. The Midwest is a compromise. Yeah, we get all four seasons, but we don't do anything. Yeah, we're, like, really, like, hit to agriculture. But, like, are we, though? No. We're not. Yeah, we're up and coming, but... Not coming fast enough, which is usually a good thing. Am I right, ladies? You know, uh, you, you read it, you read my mind. I'm sorry, I was, I was waiting, but no, uh, let's get into it. Let's do it. Question one Well, we ask this question to every bachelor, bachelorette, retired, or active that comes onto the show. Okay, what is your current status right now? Oh, I'm an, an active bachelor, I've been a bachelor for well, this is gonna be a very specific date. May 2nd of 2019. Um, I've been on some dates and, and whatnot, but I mean, nothing has ever seemed to pop off. And ironically, I found myself friend zoning everybody that I have dated since that point, um, just because there hasn't been chemistry. So, I mean, it's very ironic that we're talking about the friend zone. You know, I think everybody, because everybody has experience with it, whether positive, negative, um, the friend zone or friend zoner. Um, so I think it's no matter who I would have had on for this episode, um, it would have been a completely different episode because the viewpoints are so drastic. There's such a large spectrum on why your perspective is the way it is. Yeah. The friend zone to me, I think you summed it up pretty well, but I would... I would either agree or add on that you typically friend zone people that you don't want to be romantic with, but that genuinely add value to your life. Um, I'll get, and I'll give a specific example. Um, actually friend zoned of, of a now friend, um, on Thursday, two days ago. Um, great girl. Um, enjoyed her company. We had great conversation, but there just wasn't that romantic spark. However, she definitely added a lot of value to where I enjoyed spending time with her. Like I value her as a person, um, which I think is what ultimately makes somebody want to put somebody in the friend zone, because if they didn't have value, I mean, the friend zone wouldn't exist. You would just, you wouldn't have anything to do with them. So, I mean, the, the friend zone is definitely for people who have value, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who follow me on Snapchat, you've definitely seen us do this cheers uh, a couple times, but it's actually kind of relevant to today's topic. And it goes, there are tall ships, there are small ships, there are ships that sail the sh- there are ships that sail the sh- the sea. Say it five times fast. <laughs> there are tall ships. There are small ships. <laughs> you know what? Who knew this was a tongue twister? And how do we do this intoxicated? Um, let's try this one more time. There are tall ships. There are small ships. There are ships that sail the sea. But the best kind of ships are friendships for you and me. All right. That's and a good cheer. That is a good. I, right. I might have to steal that. Um. Technically, I just did right now, and it's going out to all of you guys. Um, but no, I think that kind of sums up the front. Like, if you really think about it, if you deep it, that kind of t- like 
you could definitely lay, uh, lay that on top of the friend zone. Um, because like you're saying, it has to add value to your interaction. So whether you're like, like a tall ship could be somebody who like you genuinely have a connection with and like you guys are friends and then you get put into the friend zone because like when you are really a friend to somebody, you know, you don't really think about hooking up with your friends per se. Small ships are maybe like, I don't know, people you don't know too well and that you do end up friend zoning. Like those are your friend zone people, you know, it's like, I didn't really know you too well, but I see the potential for us. I don't want to lose you. So, so that, that begs the question. So when you say you see the potential for us, are you saying that you think that you would put somebody in the friend zone with the thought that they might get out of the friend zone? No, when I say I see potential for us is I see potential for like our friendship could be like, I've known you for a full eight hours. I don't really know you, but like I could see us being friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever been friend zoned? Like I said, I know everybody has experience, but like, are you usually the person who does the friend zoning? Because I know you've recently, like you were saying in your bachelor days, since May 2019, you've been <laughs> you've been a heavy friend zoner. I have definitely been friend zoned. Um, I would say I've been more of the zoner in like recent just life, but. Oh, no, I, I, I've definitely been friend zoned. And I think that we actually um, I was friend zoned. Uh, I ironically was friend zoned by that one person that we both know. Always wearing a boot. Always wearing a boot. Mm-hmm. Asian. Oh, yeah, I was friend zoned by her. I was definitely friend zoned by her. I know she had a boot, though. She's always in a boot. She messes her leg up all the time. Oh, definitely didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I was definitely, I was friend-zoned by, so I was friend-zoned by two people then. I was friend-zoned by her, and I was friend-zoned by a person that I met on Hinge. Um, That's tough. Go into that. The the person that I met on Hinge? Yeah, because, like, Hinge is, it's an, it's a, it's not, like, a hookup app. It's, like, it's whole, is the app to, designed to be deleted. It's meant to find you a wife. So, <laughs> and it, yeah, so, uh, I won't say her name on the on the. I, you don't know her, but I'll keep her anonymous. It's okay. We'll call her Clark. Uh, and Clark and I went on a couple dates, uh, and I was ironically very serious about her, um, which and you'll you'll get the irony in a moment. But and I went. I just said her first name. <laughs> her name is Emily Clark. I was going to ask you that. Was like, Clark, I was yeah. But uh, no, we went on a couple dates. Um, and I was actually thinking, you know, I could be serious about this one. Like, she's put together, uh, intelligent. We have a great conversation. She's fun. Um, so I did I did this thing that I need to break the habit of. Uh, and this would be a whole other topic of discussion. But... So what I heard is Brandon has graciously decided to come on a second episode <laughs> of the Not So Bad. So I, I sometimes do this thing when I'm going on dates with someone that I'm serious about, where I won't be overly physical with them because I'm trying to subconsciously drive the point home to them that I'm not just trying to hook up, uh, which ends up backfiring the majority of the time. I don't know why I still do it, 
but that's a whole other topic. Uh, but in this case, um, she thought that I genuinely wasn't like attracted to her because I just wasn't like trying to be overly physical. And, and then I explained to her, uh, Hey, uh, uh, you know, I didn't want you to think that I'm just trying to, you know, hook up and, and things like that. Like, cause you know, I'm, I could take you seriously. But by that point, the, the damage had been done and she'd already had that thought in her mind. So I, the, the friend zone is where we went, unfortunately. Great, great person though. Um, but, I mean, we were seeing each other for a couple months. It was a little, I mean, you know, it was a little, a little sad about it, but we bounced back. So still friends to this day? Absolutely. Still hang out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm not too proud to admit that I have definitely been friends on. You, honestly? We've all been friends on. Uh, I'd say majority of my romantic endeavors is me being friend zoned. But you could argue that the wider of an you I feel like you cast a, a you you cast a wider net than me. Fair. But and, and I don't mean that in any type of way. But um if you cast a wider net, I mean yeah you're you're gonna, you know, I mean you're not gonna catch fish all the time. This is true. So I mean that that's just statistics probability um yeah but i was like no and, and i don't necessarily think it's it's slightly problematic but we'll talk about that later on the toxic trait episode um i call it little wayne syndrome um and it's like a syndrome that i it's completely man-made it's uh, it's josh made i made it up um little but, wayne syndrome. but it like you'll have to tune into that episode okay. uh, for um, me to really go into that but a lyric was said that stuck with me and like changed exactly how i like i operated in the game and how I viewed things. What what song was it out of? Every girl. Okay. Every girl. Gotcha. Those of you guys who know that song, uh, you can probably guess where this is headed. Uh, those of you who don't, that's a shame because it was a it was a bop. It's it was a, a banger. It's a great still movie to this day. Too. We might have to watch it when we're done. <laughs> uh, on commercial break, I'll throw it on. Uh, but no, I was like, but yeah, I was like, I get friend zoned a lot, but that's all. But that's also for like it's a plethora of reasons. A, if you just look at like my like the friends I have, more of my friends are female, and I also admit that I'm super like I am a little shallow, and I like have I like have a high standard of attractiveness for my friends. So like, I definitely try to befriend people. <laughs> I I'd smash. <laughs> there's no there's no better way to say. It. If we're friends, ladies. I've definitely thought about it. I, that. That was like thought number one. Like, mm. so, so you're, so you wouldn't befriend anybody that you wouldn't smash in terms there, of females. Uh, overall, like in general, no. Mm-mm. And then there's no, yep. There, I mean, but there, I mean, there are there are female friends that I have that I wouldn't smash. Some because like we're just really good friends, or we've known each other forever. Some is just like. Your your personality and bands made up for it. Like, I am a I'm a I'm a soft like soft seven five, maybe a seven. Like, a, like I'm, I'm hard seven, soft seven five. And in, in Ohio, attractiveness. Okay, 
No, I get where I mean I get where you're going with that. Yeah. You go to like the West Coast or something like that, and your standards and to, yeah, everything is completely 100%. different. But my personality, a one since day one. I'm funny. No, uh, you're, I'm, you're you're a very sociable, gregarious person. Like, ooh, look, I, I like that word. Gregarious. Look, look I, and I thought I was the linguist on the show, but <laughs> hey, never never short sell a good vocab. You know. The vernacular. That's what brings the ladies around. But um, fascinating. Uh, I appreciate our friendship because we are very, we're similar in some aspects, but we're very different in how we operate in other aspects. I would argue that the majority of my female friends, I have a lot of female friends too. I'm sure Josh has gone into this, but uh, I used to work at the hospital with them. We have a lot of friends from the hospital. And um, I mean, a lot of female nurses and whatnot, but I would I would almost argue the vast majority of my female friends, which outnumber the male friends, are gorgeous, but I would not smash them. And the, so, and this this will tie back to the friend zone is because, like, if I'm if I've put you in the friend zone, there's no, I mean, even if you are the the most attractive person ever, I couldn't. I couldn't get past the mental barrier of 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 smashing a girl that that's a friend of mine in the friend zone because it it would have too much, at least in my opinion, of a potential to alter the way that the friendship operates. And I mean, that person is a friend, and I wouldn't want to jeopardize them going down to nothing. So. I was going to talk about this a little later, but we can okay. dive into it now. Um, and I'm kind of going to go back and forth on this. A, there's a song by Demi Lovato called Ruin the Friendship. And the premise of the song is like, is this attraction we feel worth ruining our friendship? Like, should we take a chance, fuck it all up for this nothing but carnal desire or potential romance, however you want to read into it? that may not work out or do we just want to stay friends and never know what could have been? That's kind of different. And uh, I think that's different in a way because if you, it, it depends on how you look at it, because if you're viewing it from a perspective, let's say that we're at a, we're at a party uh, and who's a, We'll say Jane. It's just a random name. Let's say Jane and I are good friends. Like Jane is attractive. Jane finds me attractive. But we've always just been friends. There's been no hint of like wanting to take that next step. But then Jane and I start drinking and just, you know, that biology kicks in and then you just want to do it. That's that that to me would be like avoid at all costs, avoid all costs. But if you have that that person where, you know, you're thinking, you know, we may we may smash, but like, I might have legit feelings for you. That's a bit different. And I would always, I would, I would err on the side of, you know, think about exploring that, uh, that relationship, because if you're having those, those genuine feelings, then, I mean, the key to any good relationship is you got to be, at least in my opinion, is you have to be friends with them. Like you have to have that friendship type of aspect of the relationship to, to have a good romantic relationship. Like you need to be able to sit in silence and not have it be weird. You need to be able to 
goof off and uh, just be yourself and laugh at stupid things and not have to worry about being in makeup and and like dressed to the nines all the time. You need that friendship aspect. And I 100% agree. And I, I, we have talked about this on the show that um, you do need friendship to sustain a relationship. But we also don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. See, I feel like that's what happens a lot of times in these conversations is people get ahead of themselves. I was like, because you can't just go six months into a relationship. You still have to start at day one. True. And before day one, really, you got to start at day negative five because you got to get to try to work, especially if you're friends, you know, you got to try to work them. Because like I said, like, like ruining the friendship is like, even if you have these genuine feelings and you try it and it doesn't work out, can you maintain that friendship? So before you think of, before you think about ruining the friendship, you friend zone the person because like, Hey, I don't want to cross this line. Let's just, we both know we have these feelings, but like, let's friend zone each other mutually. So would you, that's a great point. I like that. So would you agree that you don't start in the friend zone? Like, I don't think that anybody starts in the friend zone. What I mean by that is, let's say that we go down, the girl you were just talking to um, mm-hmm. in the hallway. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to use my percep- my perspective. So I don't know her. Uh, she, she could come up here and we could like chat it up. Um, but that doesn't mean that she's in the friend zone. She's just there. I could get to know her over the course of a month and not have necessarily decided, Hey, do I want you to be in the friend zone? Like, I think the, the friend zone is kind of a definitive, like aha moment in your brain. Like, yep, this is not going to work out with this person friend zone as opposed to people. Like, I don't think anybody starts in the friend zone. Like you have to, or you have to, in a way you have to earn the friend zone. You know what? I don't think I've ever actually heard anybody say that before, but I guess it's true. You kind of do have to earn a spot in the friend zone. Um, Yeah. It's impossible for you to start in the friend zone. Cause even if like, like you, like you, your best friend's sister goes away to college and comes back and you're like, shit. I know that's your sister. Like you just meet a friend and like you get introduced to their family and you're like, mm, that's their sister or brother or whatever you're into. You're like, I know I'm not supposed to like you. Like I, I should definitely have you solidly placed in this friend zone. But on the other side of that, the tricky part is there's no definitive time for the friend zone. So you can r- arrive there at two different times. So say she knows after the first conversation, not interested, like we're just friends, but you don't pick up on that yet. So you think, oh, a month later, like, oh, I'm not interested. Friend zone. No, you've been in the friend zone for 30 days. You just didn't know it. Um, and and that's been the thing because like, because there isn't, there aren't necessarily definitive actions that, you find out that you're in the friend zone. It's kind of something that you stumble upon that like either you make the decision or after enough, after like a certain amount of things happen, you're like, wait, did she friend zone me? Did he friend zone me? Am I in the friend zone? And you're like, crap. And then you start to think back, like, when did this happen? Like, did this just happen? Is it sudden or has this been for a while? Yeah. Um, And so that's, 
I think that that happens to me quite a bit. As much as I like to preach how per- perceptive I am, I miss a lot of cues. And I think that's because I used to live by the motto, persistence is key, but persistence can only take you so far. Like, it doesn't matter how, like, if I'm romantically interested in you, it doesn't matter how much I try and try again. If you're not into me, like, it's dead, it's over. Like, you're either going to be in the friend zone or there's nothing, you know? So it's like, I mean, and but but there are times, like, you put in a little extra effort and you can get somewhere, but I'm not going to say that's, like, the rule of thumb or a guaranteed tried and true. I agree with that. 99%. The only, the 1% that I don't agree on that with is my last relationship. I was definitely, actually, no, I retract that. I was never in the friend zone. Just kidding. We'll, we'll, we'll pretend that last 20 seconds didn't happen. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. This is an older crowd. We are trying to develop and grow. <laughs> but as you know, our motto for this year is reduce, reuse, recycle. I'm recycling a classic joke. Uh, and this is one thing I like realized when I thought about, like, when I found out that people arrive there at different times is people, whether they know it or not, they are either willingly or unwillingly put inside the friend zone. And what I mean by that is you make the, like, when we were talking about Clark, you made the distinction that you really didn't want to get romantic with her. And that was okay, but she, in that moment, she was unwillingly put into the friend zone. She did not choose that. That was chosen for her. That's a great perspective. That's a great perspective. Deep it. Deep it. Um, And I think the only reason... I really understood that is because I just, I genuinely like somebody and I realized that like, I had to sit down and like, really like take it in that I, I don't have a chance. They've officially told me without using their words that they are not interested and that we are just friends. And I was like, shit, I didn't really have a choice in this. Like, but then I was like, you know what? Bullshit. All right. Turn it, turn me up if I'm a little low right now, because I'm about to spit something to you guys who, who are in the friend zone. You want to get out of it. Now, getting out of the friend zone may not mean getting into a relationship with them. It might just mean getting out of the friend zone. I'm going to ask you a question, and this is going to lead into my point. Do you think it's fair to put somebody inside the friend zone? Do I think it's fair to put someone in the friend zone? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Why? Because, I mean, there's no point in... If the person is interested in you, but you are very clearly not interested in them, but you still care about them. You don't want to like prolong anything or give them mixed signals or let them think that something's going to happen when it's, it's not going to happen. Which is fair. But what if you weren't friends beforehand and you friends on somebody? I think that is unfair for you to friends on that person. Why? Because you and that person were not friends. That person approached you or tried to get you to be a part of their lives because they were looking for a partner, not a friend. And you decided, mm, 
I'm going to deny your, your request. And then I'm going to put you over here because this is what I want. You added something to my life that I don't want to lose. And so you are now in the friend zone. And on top of that, now that you are my friend, I'm going to come to you for relationship advice. I'm going to come to you to hang out with my new partner when I get one. I was like, in my opinion, that's a little fucked up. That's kind of like, I just realized this, but friend zone is you, <laughs> is you rubbing it in their fucking face. That's what the friend zone is. So I'm going to counter that. So, so one, anybody who puts someone in the friend zone and then is like, ask them for relationship advice straight out the jump is just. And I don't think it's intentional or something that uh, necessarily happens right away, but it is a side effect that will occur at some point. I don't. I don't I don't know, I don't know if I agree with that because there there's nobody that I've friend zoned or that's friend zoned me that has asked me about relationship advice or talked about their relationships with me unless I've asked them. Now because it's also new my awakening of the friend zone is new, um you do become acclimated to the friendship. Like you you're like you embrace the role of friend. And you start to do friend things with them and like, okay, like talking about these things is something you would do. So it's not out of the ordinary. And so for me, I'll give you my example. Um, there was somebody who I'd asked out going on two years now. At the time, she kind of said, well, she never said no. And we've always flirted. But there have been cues to be like, not interested. Like, I've asked you out several times. You haven't turned me down any of the times but you also haven't said yes. You flirt with me, but you also flirt with other people too. You are now in a relationship and you want me to say congratulations, even though I had just asked you out. Fuck that. That Okay, that's messed up. That's messed up. That So to me, that specific example sounds like someone who wanted to keep you around as an option. Completely selfish. Oh, I agree. 100%. Yeah. But I would say that the friend zone is – the friend zone is like a contract. And what I mean by that is okay, go ahead. The, the person – so let's say I'm going to friend zone someone. The person I'm friend zoning has to agree to be in the friend zone because they could just say – I disagree. Screw you. I'm out. And, and that's what I'm saying. I disagree. A lot of people, because the friend zone was designed not to hurt anybody's feelings. And so a lot of people in that moment, they either don't know they're, like I said, it takes them a while to figure out they're there. B, they agree to it because they think, maybe I can escape this. I watched all the seasons of Prison Break. I can do this. <laughs> C, they're like, you know what? Maybe... I do just need a friend right now, which, which is an option. Like it, it happens a lot because there are some people who, who have friends on me who like, I'm like, I genuinely, I'm glad I did not lose you in my life because right now you are a great friend. Like, yeah, it took me some time to get over what I thought we had or what we had, but like we're friends now, but there are also some people who like you just can't be friends with and you, but you, and you know, there are people like that. 
like the your first love. I don't think after things end, you just can't be friends with them because like you're always gonna have like oh no yeah. But everybody that either that you friend zone or that puts you in the friend zone, like you're not going to at least I don't. It's not healthy if you do. I mean, you're not eventually. You're not going to care about everything that they do forever. Like, and we'll, so we'll use Asian girl in the boot that friend zone me, who mm-hmm. I just found out where's boot. Uh, but I don't like that, that, that girl is in a relationship and I could care less. Like she could talk about it all day long. It's kind of just like, cool, whatever. I'll give you like some advice and, and whatnot. And but that have, goes back. But if you think about it, my original point was you can get there willingly or unwillingly. You are now willingly in the friend zone. Because if we, if you remember correctly, when that first went down, that's, <laughs> that was not your view. That, that was not your, the, the shit was unwilling until you willed it. Okay. I wouldn't say that I willed it. I just stopped caring. So willed it like willingly. Like you accept it. You you chose to accept it. You finally got to a point where you're like, fuck it, whatever. I mean, okay. Because like you said, you didn't have to put up with it. You could have never talked to that person again. Even though we have a lot of mutual friends, you could have been like, nah, you could have actively <laughs> made sure <laughs> that this wasn't a thing. True. But you're not. You're friends. You willingly accept being in the friend zone. Listen, y'all, y'all, y'all don't even know y'all was about to get shook like this today. <laughs> y'all know your boy, y'all know your boy has some juice for you. Yeah. All right. I don't have I don't have anything to counter that. <laughs> Listen, I have a lot of time at work to think about this. And I spent a full 12 hours getting all these points together. So all right. All right. I'm ready for a defense. You win this battle. You win this battle. Okay. And also another trope that I believe strength like that helps perpetuate and strengthens the friend zone. It's a common one. We all know about it. Good guys finish last. I think so many people end up in the in in the friend zone because they are quote unquote good guys, ginger excluded. Because A, you put somebody there because you don't want to hurt their feelings. B, you also accept it because you're like, you're like, you know what, I don't want to seem like I'm butthurt or that I'm a sore loser, you know, that like I, I was rejected and I couldn't handle it instead of just walking away from that. And that's something I'm starting to do. Like as of last week, I've ended several friendships because I was like, we were never friends. I was like, we were associates at best because I approached you because I was romantically interested in you. You didn't want to reciprocate. And I stuck around to fulfill your needs even though my needs weren't being fulfilled. And that's not what a friendship is. Like you fulfill each other's needs. That's just that was one-sided and that's not that's not healthy. We're trying to we're trying to make better moves in 2021. Okay. So, I I am going to go back to the beginning of what you said. I hate 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 the phrase good guys finish last or nice guys I know, finish last. I hate it. Awful. And the reason I hate it is because one I don't think it's true. But two, I think overall, any anytime a, a good guy or a nice guy isn't getting to where he wants, more often than not, if you actually pay attention to the person, I'm sure they're a great person, but they're usually just 
boring. And the only quality that they have is that they are nice or they are good. They have nothing interesting about them, at least as it applies to people that I've seen that are nice guys that don't ever seem to be able to get a break. They're great guys, but they're boring as hell. Would, would you say you have a winning percentage romantically right now? Like you're, you're winning your romantic life has gone the way you've wanted it to. And you've been happy with it and you've gotten the relationships you've wanted more times than not. Like things went the way you wanted them to. Sort of. So that's a very loaded, that's a loaded question. And the reason, and the, and, and the reason I say good guy, cause what you said is there's not a lot to good guys, but I was like, you have to think about it. I was like, we don't know every single good guy out there. True. But out of our group, we do know a, sol- a solid amount of good guys. And that you have a lot of layers to you. You have a whole depth to your personality. You have a lot to offer. You guys don't know Brandon, but you're going to have to take my word for it. <laughs> or some of the other guests who've talked about Brandon on the show, take our combined word for it. Um, great, like, great guy. He's like, besides being good, like, he's also a heck of a dancer. I'll tell you that. You know, his, uh, his pop culture references are buck wild. <laughs> oh, buck wild forever. Yes. But I don't care. Right. I don't care. We're not getting late. We're getting buck wild. All right. Tweet me, DM me, hit the Facebook up. Let me know this. Which phrase are we using? Which phrase do you hear more today? Things are lit or we're getting buck wild because we have disagreed on this for months. Um, no. And I think I'm, I think I'm a good guy. I'm not the nicest person, but I do think I'm a good guy. And I definitely have more than just being a good guy to offer. You do. And I'm like, there are, there are, uh, there are good guys. I mean, I'm not saying every good guy finishes last. Like, I mean, I definitely don't think I'm a bad guy, Hundred percent. but I mean, like I went to high school with it, and this, this is the, the, the kicker is I went to high school and went to college with a guy named Tim and a guy named Greg. And they were both good guys, but they could never keep a girl. And they couldn't because the girls just got bored. And I, I complete knowing both of them, I, I get it because right. outside of being able to just carry on a generic conversation, there was no, cunning or humor or wit or anything that popped. So that's why they were always getting friend zoned because they're good. They are genuinely good dudes, but like there's nothing that ignited the spark. Right. Because they didn't, there just wasn't anything to their personalities. So, but back to the question you asked me earlier about, if my I, my romantic life has gone how I wanted it to, so if you know if it if if it went a hundred percent how I wanted it to, I'd be I you know I'd be in like a relationship, et cetera, Hall of Fame. Like you'd be batting a thousand right now. Yeah, but I mean I've gone out with most of the girls that I've wanted to go out with in the past couple of years. And I guess I would argue, did, I, did they go the way that I wanted to? Well, kind of. I mean, 
obviously, you, at least me, I date somebody with a future in mind, but so they didn't go that way, the way I wanted to in that aspect. However, they, I mean, you know, when I had to, you know, call it quits and, you know, say, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, this just isn't working out. Like you could almost argue that it went the way I wanted to in that aspect. I'm very low to question. I'm just, that's why I asked, like, are very you happy? Like it's very relative. Like if you're happy and like I said, you got out of that relationship, what you needed to, then that's, that's good. Uh, winning necessarily doesn't mean that you're with somebody because that might not be what's for you right now. You know, um, we all have to take the time to like get to know ourselves and just like work on ourselves. Or sometimes it's just okay to be alone. You know, I do feel like our society and our culture is too addicted to dating. Um, we're always primed into you need to find a relationship. You need to be in a relationship. You need to be associated with somebody else. Your value is determined by another's. If you think about it, um, because if you're single for too long, people judge you for it. If you're not single enough, people judge you for it. If you go from what people view from bad relationship to bad relationship, you judge for it. If you've been in a good relationship, you're judged for it. Not necessarily in a bad way, but they're like, everyone's like, well, geez, like I want what they have. Like they're like people, they're envious of it, but that's still kind of judgmental or they, they become hypercritical of your relationship. Um, so, but, and that's just like a thing that I think is very problematic about our society. And we're definitely, we're going to get into that uh, later on in the season. Um, because I, th- I think we really need to have a talk about why that is such a thing. Ooh, that I could talk about that all day. Listen, that's going to be a group episode. A couple of people have also had some uh, words to say about that. Oh, I mean, yes. Um, I'll just leave it at this. My theory on that has been we 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 have too many options. There's too much stimulation, which is is good, but at the same time, like if you take just the amount of options you have from dating apps to people that you meet. You always have your, some people, a lot of people, I think are always thinking if they're in a relationship, uh, like, is this the best? Like, what about this person? Like I have options, 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 options. Grass is always greener. Exactly. So Um, that's all I'll say about that for today. Now, going back to, I'm not going to, these are just some more scenarios about potentially why that friend zone can be unfair. Or honestly, this is just me asking my friend, hey, I'm venting. All right. This is, guys, if you want to tune out, you can. If you want to listen to me vent, I'd appreciate it. The more ears, the better. I'm, I'm just an average Joe out here. I'm not some fucking relationship guru. I'm just Josh fucking Jones, who's just trying to make it day by day and find some genuine human interaction. But my question to you, bud, is like I said, if you if you know that the person who you like you friends on is still like trying to get at you, like they still have obvious feelings for you. What do you think is the most appropriate action from there? Do you just let them stay in the friend zone do you address it? 
Like, what, what do you do? Like, what would you say? Do you mean if you've already had the conversation, hey, it's not going to work out, and they're just being blatant about it, like about wanting to get with you? And I don't necessarily, hey, I'm trying to like smash like right now, but like doing like relationship things is what we'll call it. Um, whether they are boyfriend or girlfriend things, like. Give me, so so, give me an example. So, so an example, um, say that we've a friend zone. It's been talking about like, hey, we're just friends. But like, and a lot of this stuff I know is um, subconscious. So we don't, may, we may not think about it too much, but you still, they still like look at you a certain way. Um, not necessarily like in a lustful way, but like you can tell it's a very emotionally charged like look or like they seem to linger around you. Like the hug may last too long or they want to cuddle or um, they're like, I was like buying things, you know? Cause I was like, yeah, like it's not weird to buy things in a friendship, but like if you're always paying for lunch, if they're always paying for lunch off and you're like, Hey, like, let me just get something for you. Or so are, or they try to monopolize your time. Like, so are you, so, uh, so we'll use like the buying stuff. Like, are you, is, or I'm just saying you as in the abstract. Right. Are you accepting the gifts and are you actually cuddling with them when they try to? Like, are you propagating it and doing anything that would lead them to think that it's acceptable to do that? So here's the hard thing for me. I don't friends on people because I've always thought it to be unfair. So I'm a big believer in dudding things like, hey, this has run its course clean break however when i'm the one when i'm the one who gets friend zoned i seem to linger longer i'm not good at quitting <laughs> that's not even true because i'm good at like i'll end things i don't know what it is like i can say i've been strong on more times than i've strung anybody on so Like when I, when, 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 when you buy something, like say like, oh, I get Chipotle, like I'll like, and I get you some. Cause like, I know like you want, like you were hungry or like, I know your Chipotle order. Consciously, I don't think I'm doing it. I'm not, I don't think I'm getting you this because I'm like, if I get you enough Chipotle, you shall love me forever. I, that's not what's registering in my mind. But I do believe that. Sometimes you like you question you, you you have to you question your motives like wait why am I doing this or why am I ner- nicer to this friend than my other friend but this friend like friend zone me and I'm like a little nicer to her or him than I am just like one of my friends who are just like we were just mutually friends. So if the person is accepting this stuff, then they're at fault as well in my opinion because like let's say that let's say that i buy let's say that i've been friend zoned by jane doe mm-hmm. jane buys and i buy jane chipotle and she's like accepting it especially like soon after we've been friend that she friends on me and then i continue to do that she continues to accept it that's there, there's there's some blame on 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 that side as well right. the person but 
Like, let's say that Jane Doe's made it clear, hey, like, you know, if we, we, you know, I told you I'm not interested, like, we're not going to cuddle, things like that. And I continue to do that. Um, then that's like, yeah. Then that's, that's kind of on me. Now, if I was in the, the, the shoes where someone was trying to, you know, cuddle with me and was buying me stuff. And I, you know, I previously made it clear, Hey, I'm not interested in you. I mean, I feel like the responsibility is mine to, you know, maybe kick that person out of the friend zone and then just have a clean break because it's just not going to be, it's just not going to be productive and it's not going to be healthy. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Stay tuned to the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. We're rewatching and we're talking as a pop culture podcast centered around television and film. Duncan and assorted guests revisit some of their favorite series and movies and talk about who they were when they first saw them and who they are now. We take a deep dive into how character development or storytelling helped us grow or how they cause a point of contention for us. Yes, it does get messy and we're not sorry. Follow us on Instagram at W-R-A-W-T underscore P-O-D. And like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash W-R-A-W-T. So I just got one more question for you. And then uh, we'll just be about to, uh, at the end of the show. Okay. Um, it's been about an hour or so. Um, this is slightly different from the friend zone, but it's it's a stretch, but we're going to, I'm going to stretch it. Do you think that you could go from being in a relationship with somebody to just being friends? Do I think it's possible? Mm-hmm. Yes, because I've done it. Oh. Um, Good. I have some, one of my closest friends um, I dated. When did we date? Hmm? When did we date? Nah, you're I'm, funny. I'm just joshing. Um, granted, it wasn't. It it was something that ended up evolving into a friendship after probably years, uh, when there were no feelings on either side. Yeah. But it is possible. A lot of things very very rarely happen instantaneously. But it depends on how you broke up. Why you broke? Why up. you broke up? Like my most recent ex, I will ne- absolutely never be friends with, ever. Do I know this person? You do. I don't actually. I don't know if you do. Who's it? She worked at the Miracle Center. Who's it? Emily Sullivan. Did you, I don't know if you worked there. How long have you worked at Grant? Two years. She would have left as you got there. I might as well take this break to look up the first person he mentioned. You and these Emily people. Oh, Emily Clark doesn't have Facebook. Is that the one you showed me when we were at Gallows? I don't know. Like, like you were with her in your new job? Like her? Um, so this is going to sound really stupid, but I'm not going to look at her profile picture. 
Like, I, I absolutely want no reminder of this chick. Oh. But, yeah. Oh. Never mind. I don't From what I saw in the... Did she go to UC? Did she? Yes, she did. That's her. Okay. Oh, that was close. I'm going to add friend. Good job. She's kind of cute. Yeah. I don't remember her. That did not end well. I'm still friends with her on Facebook, but I have her completely like where nothing pops up. It looks like she doesn't even really use Facebook, so. She doesn't. Yeah, that was that was a bad breakup. <laughs> I get it. This is also uh, sorry. This is also relevant on a different note. But are there some names that are ruined for you that like you think you could never date? Um. Yes. Whoa. The name Amber, because every Amber I know is crazy. Every or, Amber. Yes. Yep. Oh, I mean that too. Every Amber that I've ever interacted with in my life. Like, granted, that the Amber you're thinking of, I like I like her, but she's crazy. Which Amber was I thinking of? I mean, you look like you were thinking of an Amber. <laughs> no, it was just loud. No. <laughs> oh, no. A- Amber, it, the name Amber has been ruined for me by every Amber that I've ever met. Hmm. Okay, I mean, yeah. No, when I meet a girl uh, for the first time who has a name that I've never, you know, met, if that makes sense. Like I uh, was talking to a girl named Harlow, and uh, I, the first thing I said to her is, "You're going to set the, the the precedent for every other Harlow I ever meet." It's true. Hmm. I mean, so there's one name there. I think there's one name that I have given up. It was an ex. And as I said, I can't date somebody who this is their, their actual name. What name is like that? Like if it's their nickname, that's one thing. But I'll never date a person with this actual name. What name? I don't censor myself on the show. So I don't <laughs> want to say the name because then that person... <laughs> Would know I'm talking about. So it must not be a common name then. It's not common in the way it's, it's a very common name, but the fact that this is like their actual name and like not a nickname that like everybody just calls them. That's what makes it like, because normally you would think this is like, Oh, a nickname, like, or short for this, but it's not, it's like their actual name. Do I know this person? Mm-mm. They, they they now know who it is because I, I went into detail on why. So you can just edit this out. <laughs> no. But it's okay. I, I told her. I, she knows I talk about her on the show. She'll, like, she'll text me or like call me like after. She's like... Have I met this person? I've not met mm-hmm. this person. This is like somebody before I, I moved here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I say this to this day. like Probably the only female I've ever loved besides my mother and grandmother. Fascinating. Yeah. 
I'll say, I won't, I won't even say that. That's a false statement. The only female I've ever been in love with. That's a better statement. Only person I've ever been in love with. Okay. Great to this day. Like we, we talked maybe like, like a week or two ago. Man, I fucking hate exes. That's not true. I love my exes, but damn. I hate that I have good exes, which is something I never thought I'd say, but <laughs> I was like, I was like, why did we work out? I was like, we're great right now. Like, I was like, I don't know. I was like, we had great, we had, we, we had a good relationship. We were great as friends. I was like, what, what went wrong that we didn't work out? <laughs> like, what did I miss? <laughs> because for us, like, because like there was no, there was no period after the breakup that we were just like, we couldn't stand each other or we just needed like time apart. Like we were just like, nothing really had changed except we had like either stopped like, kissing and hooking up or like instead of seeing each other every day we saw each other like once a week or once every other week and so I'm just like I don't know okay so we have come to the conclusion of our episode but as you all know the new segment that we added this year it is time for the lightning round we got five questions for you, Brandon. Sweet. <laughs> did you like the little effect I did? I, I do. I love it. I love it. The lightning round. You need like a like a thunder sound effect. <laughs> That's definitely getting cut. <laughs> All right. Um, it's five questions uh, about relationships or sex or just yourself. That you ask this, these people the same five questions. Every guest? Um, typically, they are the same five questions. Okay. Every once in a while, if it's a special episode or the people are like, hey, switch it up, I'll switch it up. Okay. Um, it's my show. I do what I want. Fair. You the balls. Yeah. Um, okay. Question one. It's pretty standard, tried and true. I don't think I'll ever get rid of it. It's a good startup. It's a nice easer into uh, the questions. All right, I just want you to hear the question and answer. Don't think about it too much. Don't deep it. Okay. Biggest turn on. I didn't hear what you said. Biggest turn on. Personality. Mm. Biggest turn off. People who are passive aggressive. Oh, honestly, he said a word right there. That is my biggest like pet peeve. Like, I'd honestly rather you punch me in the face. Agreed. Than to be passive aggressive. Hate it in any. That's why I I hate conversations with my mom because she's a little passive aggressive. That's like that's unfortunate. That's truly tragic. Oh, I, I love my mom. Like we 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 talk all the time. But I was like, <laughs> she re- she said that she's like, you're too big for me to hurt you now. <laughs> so this is the only way I can like agitate. And I was like, I was like, fair enough. Uh, I'll behave. Yeah, yeah. All right. Question three: If you could tell your younger self one piece of advice about relationships or sex what would it be communicate communication is key fair um question four what's your favorite position Ooh, i'm gonna be very cliche can i get long-winded with this though 100 um my, so there's no position that i don't enjoy but for me i need to at least think 
that 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 she's enjoying it. So whatever her favorite position is, because I'm, I I can I'm I'm flexible. Look at that. That is the answer of a chivalrous gentleman. That is the answer of a good guy who might not finish because he <laughs> wants her to finish. <laughs> we appreciate that. To all the women out there, here's the big O. <laughs> and final question. Is there somebody, you don't have to tell me who it is, just yes or no. Is there somebody who has friends on you who you'd like to leave the friend zone with? That I would like to be out of the friend zone with? Mm-hmm. There is not. All righty. Not a single person. You heard it here. All his friends are his friends. Yeah. Hasn't thought about pediddling you once. Must be nice. <laughs> no. Um, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, hopefully you made it all the way to the end. If you did, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow us on anywhere you hear your podcast, Apple, Spotify. Leave, leave as many stars as you think we deserve. Leave a review. I read those. Ask questions. Follow us on all our social media. Also on Facebook at the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad, Twitter at Call Me Dreads, Instagram Josh underscore Jones six eight. Uh, that's where you'll find me at. DM me at any time. I answer pretty much all times of day. Um, if you want to be on, or you just have a question, or you think some change, think some things need to change, let me know. Um, Brandon, I'll give you a little time. Let the people, do you have any last words for the people? Anything you need the people to know out here? Um, I'll, I'll just leave it at this. Uh, one, this was, this was fun. I enjoyed this. I will be a guest if, if, uh, Josh would like to have me as a guest again. Um, but do you, um, just remember that your feelings are just as important as anybody else's. Um, and the world is yours. Um, if it's not working out with somebody, maybe it's not meant to be, but there is somebody out there for you. Facts. All right. We'll also leave all of Brandon's socials um, in the description, too. So if you want to follow Hit him, me up. Um, if you want to retire his bachelor jersey, <laughs> I am sure he would not mind too much. Um, once again, this is Josh. We'll see you on the next one.